0: Hi, I'm Kate Spina. This is Toward Light, Practical Buddhism for the Modern World. Each week, I explore ways to apply these timeless teachings to our daily life. Hello, and welcome to episode 30 of season 2 of the Toward Light podcast. Last episode, I talked about self knowing and why that's so important. Self knowing, self responsibility, naturally leads to the path factor of wise action, which is what I'm going to talk about today. The first teaching that the Buddha gave was the teaching of the Four Noble Truths, the first truth that there's difficulty in life, the second truth that craving is the source of that difficulty, the third truth that this cycle can be extinguished, and the fourth truth, the path to freedom, the Noble Eightfold Path the beginning path factors, the wisdom factors, the middle path factors are the sila or ethical factors, and the other factors are the mental cultivation factors. And wise action is one of the sila, one of the ethical factors. I'm going to talk about this path factor and the examples I'm going to give are around the holiday season. For many of you, you may be visiting with family or having some form of celebration. So I wanted to bring that to the forefront as I discuss this path factor of wise action. There are three aspects of wise action, which are also three of the five lay precepts. So for lay people, that means non-monastics. There are five precepts or five training rules that we're asked to take on on this path, and three of them are embedded here in wise action. And those are to refrain from taking life, to refrain from taking that which is not freely given, and to refrain from sexual misconduct. Referencing last episode, When we know and love ourselves, that is the ground for wise action to flourish. If we're caring for ourselves, we naturally then turn toward caring for others. The understanding of karma is also a key in terms of understanding wise action, because if we see and know that cause and effect is real, if we see and know that every action has a reaction, then we're going to want to take wise action so we can have more fruitful reactions. This first aspect to refrain from taking life, we can often say, well, I'm not a murderer, so I'm cool on this. But we can notice if we eat meat, or if we kill bugs, or other ways where we might be causing physical harm to other beings sometimes without even noticing it so if you eat meat like i do look at the impact some traditions say it's better to have the karma of killing one large animal and then eating every part of it other traditions talk about is it ethically sourced is it for your personal use? Some things that I like to look at is when I'm eating meat is as much as possible, can it be local? Can it have not traveled very far so it has less of a environmental impact? Is it ethically sourced? Is it being cared for in a good way? There's a very big environmental impact in reducing eating meat. So sometimes I can think about meatless Mondays or trying some way to reduce intake of animal product. And like I said, I still eat meat. So with this precept, I understand that there's a karmic consequence to that. I don't know what that consequence might be, but I do know I can see, especially again, environmentally, the impact that's happening from all of us eating meat so I can see that and I can be moved to change my behavior. And around the holidays, if we are eating meat, it might be useful to notice, oh, maybe I should bring it because I know I can get it from a organic ethical farm. Now, if you don't eat meat, around the holidays, it can be difficult to be around people who are choosing to eat meat. So it's important to hang on to. Some wise speech of making sure that you're not berating or verbally judging others. And it's important to take care of yourself to know if you need to leave the room during moments when people are eating meat or to bring your own food so you know that you'll be well nourished. Self-love, self-care, again, it's the self-responsibility of how can I take care of myself so that I can better care for others. So when we refrain from taking life, the opposite thing that we're cultivating is kindness. So how do we bring kindness into our family interactions, into our holiday interactions? What can you do to turn your heart a little bit more toward kindness? In a moment when you're cultivating kindness, it's a moment when you're not causing harm, right? So how can you bring more of that into these moments in your holidays or in your family interactions? The next aspect is refrain from taking that which is not freely given. I think I've mentioned this, but I have been in the habit recently of reading advice columns, and there are a lot of entries around this, especially post-Thanksgiving people on either side saying that person took too many leftovers or that person didn't offer enough food or this, that, or whatever. So for this aspect of this path factor, again, we may not be obviously stealing, but we may be taking more than our share, either emotionally, energetically, physically, and it can be very subtle. So if you're going to an event and you're not hosting, see how you can help. It's a very simple way to combat this tendency of greed, of taking that which not freely given, is to offer, is to be supportive. If you're hosting, be clear about the expectations for the guests. Don't say there's no need to bring anything and then be upset when they don't bring anything. Be clear about what you need. Again, self-knowledge, self-responsibility, knowing your limits, knowing what supports you so that you can host in a loving and generous and kind way. On either side, paying attention to time is, is important. If you're not hosting, don't overstay your welcome. If you are hosting, make sure that you're not giving ambivalent signals or that you're clear when your time is up. The opposite of taking is giving, right? So generosity, how can we bring generosity into the holidays? If you're not celebrating or you've already celebrated or are annoyed about the holidays, how can you use this time as an excuse to turn toward generosity? What are some ways that you can give? Again, it could be energetically, it could be emotionally, it could be physically. There are a lot of ways that we can offer ourselves. Again, knowing what our limits are, knowing how to take care of ourselves, we can then be more giving. And in these moments when we're giving, we're not taking. This third aspect of wise action is refraining from sexual misconduct. In the teachings, this is talked about generally, and the specifics that it gives in terms of things that we should refrain from are adultery, sex with people who cannot consent, like children, and sex with monastics. But we can use this precept, this idea of refraining from sexual misconduct, to open up a bigger lens for ourselves, an opportunity to look at consent and bodily autonomy. Do you make children, nieces, nephews, grandchildren, whatever, hug or kiss you? Do you make your child sit on Santa's lap? How may you not be honoring other people's bodies, their sovereignty? How can you help people, especially children, learn about consent and how to stand up for themselves. Sometimes work holiday parties can be a gray area where normally a colleague that you just wave to or say hello to wants to give you a hug or they're intoxicated. And How do you honor your boundaries and others? while this may not be directly related to sex for you or for others there's still an importance in looking at this idea of consent of not causing harm with our bodies and this is how we refrain from sexual misconduct as we respect our body and we respect others bodies while i've used examples sort of around the holiday season know that wise action is something we practice every day every day we can look at, am I causing harm? Am I taking life? Am I taking what's not freely given? Am I stealing? And am I being wise with my sexual energy and my body? If you're listening to this as I'm recording it, as you're coming into the new year, if you're setting intentions or resolutions, sometimes these can be great areas to start with. To look at how you can turn more toward kindness or generosity or respect. That can often be a good starting point as you're setting intentions for the new year. Thank you for listening. Please check out any links in the show notes. You can find me on my website towardlight.net or on Instagram at towardlight108.